When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to part two of our chat with MJ Rodriguez. If you haven't heard part one yet, stop right there. Go back to your feed, click play on part one, and then come back here for part two when you've listened to that one. It's a treat. One thing I I wanted to ask you about is on this podcast, we often talk to such a different array of people, but... Mm -hmm people want themselves represented. And the one thing that I don't think in the UK we fully get is the kind of African-American, but also Latina experiences like an intersection. Mm -hmm. And what is that like in its specificity? Well, one, I'll say this. As a person who is Latina and also African-American and probably many other things, but those Mm. are the main things I know, um, due to just my parents, there's not a lot of representation. So there's a lot of... Mm. um, there's a lot of anger. The way we can fix that is obviously making sure that there's more representation. And also for people to really look back in the history and see that we're all connected. Being, yeah. I've always, that was my main goal was to make sure that people know that, yeah, you may be Latin. Yeah, you may be African or African-American or Asian, or, you know, uh, uh, you may be Dominican, Puerto Rican, but you still are one we hail from one place no matter mm. what and that's just fact it's proven it's not like something that's whimsical and came out of nowhere no yeah it's fact it's also scientific too and a lot of people don't want to believe in science which makes me Ugh. go crazy but God. yeah it's <laughs> yeah. it's real it's not something that's just drawn up so people can digest and when i got a hold of that that's when i was just like okay well we have to find a way to have people understand that there's a trickle effect. We're human first, but there's also been laws that were laid down to make us not feel human. And that's why we have to constantly fight for the lives of individuals who are considered marginalized. Because if we don't do that, then then we're never going to get to a space of understanding that we're actually human. People will constantly Mm. use the divisive techniques of white and black. I've I've gotten this whole... Thing about from radical young individuals who are saying, I hold strong to my whiteness and I hold strong to my blackness, not understanding that those two things were sectors created for divisiveness. Right. You know, there are white Hispanics mm. and white Asians and Caucasian individuals who feel like they're inferior. And then there are people who fall under the under umbrella, just as well as white, the black umbrella, which is dark skinned mm. Dominicans, dark skinned Puerto Ricans, dark skinned Europeans, dark skin. It, it's just that so. A lot of people don't understand that we're human 
and that once we break down these these laws what the old 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 like 80 year old generations have created then we can really move forward and start making this world a better place it's just so much more complex than it's made out isn't it so you had this kind of um childhood you know you're obsessed with comic books and then you in you find yourself in a comic book thing but also with with pose i didn't realize that you were you'd you had your own house before you were actually in the put how did that happen so i was in high school and this is when i was 14 and this is when i really started finding the vocabulary of what the lgbtqai community meant and who i was and how i fit into the lgbtqai community my house father, Timothy, is Jay Smart. He saw me at high school. And as you get older, when you become a teen, y'all know you become real rambunctious, spontaneous. <laughs> Sometimes you don't know what's going to happen with, with a kid who's 14 years old. And me, I was outrageous. I was dancing. I, everything was just the energy was spilling out of me. And he saw and he was like, that's my daughter. And Where did I was he like, see what you? are you talking about? He, he saw me on the we had this fashion show it was at arts high in newark new jersey and i was with my friends at the time eric and anthony and he was watching me walk down the runway and i did like this pop and snap thing with my arm (laughs) and that was the moment he said that's my daughter and after that we were going to New York City together, me, Aaron, Eric, and Anthony, Twitty, this girl who also went to um, Arts High with me, and he taught me how to Vogue. His house son taught me how to do New Way, and I taught myself how to do um, Voguing Femme, which is a category. And after after some time went, I dissipated from the ballroom scene a little bit, but I would trickle back in, and I would. that's how I would just like acclimate myself with my community. And Obviously, it was a lot of Latina and, and African-American individuals in that space. So I saw me right. a lot. Yes. And it just felt comfortable. But uh, it must so be, do you, do you go to balls still? I don't go to that many balls anymore. I guess it must be crazy. It would be a mob scene if you if you were to arrive yeah. now. I went to, the last ball I went to was the latex ball. Um, like the last like commercial ball. Because I, I I went to a couple of balls after, like, after the uh, latex ball. And it's really collected and quiet and it's just a group of people who are from the ballroom scene underground ballroom scene but the latex ball so many people just it was so live and they uplifted me in a way that i never had before yeah um because when i started out in the ballroom scene it was not upliftment i was chopped a good amount of times because i just didn't know (laughs) you know i wasn't taught or i didn't know that much but going back into the scene and just everybody chanting and and it wasn't just me; it was many of the the people from the show. But it just felt good. I it bet. just it just felt great, you know. Has and because I mean, the ballroom scene has been so revived by pause, hasn't it? I mean, actually, it's it's exciting to see something like that. That kind of what you know, there was sort of that everybody knew about Paris is burning, and it was there. But suddenly now it's but it's not in the mainstream necessarily. But it's it's around much more, and it's it's much more of a present thing in our culture it must be really exciting to have been a part of that happening it was it was it really was it, it's good to see it finally get the light that it needs to and i hope that it constantly just like fights its way into the mainstream it just feels good to know that our our stories are being told in the right way yes so people can see us as human beings you know at a certain time which was probably like five years ago no one would even see us on a television screen yes so mm-hmm. 
just seeing it five years later on a television screen, not only just giving the true exemplification of what the ballroom scene is, but also showing the lives that are in the ballroom scene, what we had to do outside of the ballroom scene to really make sure that we went back in and felt comfortable again. It it was just liberating. It's validating. It, it solidifies you. And it's it's just, it's beautiful. And, and being told by the people, written by the people who are experiencing it as well, rather than it being like something from the outside I suppose must have been amazing as well you said that you when you first saw the huge success of Pose and your involvement in it that you couldn't process it Mm -mm. what was that and you were saying it was something to do with like there was a sense of the shaming issues that meant that you couldn't take it in was that right I've had many many opportunities just pass me by simply because I was told I was specific Mm-hmm. Or um, we're we're really trying to find things for you. We're trying to see where you fit. Those words were said to me all the time. And they were hurt so badly. Mm-hmm. And to see it actually come to life through rejection of no, and not because of my craft, but simply because of who I was and them not knowing where to put me. Yeah. When Pose came along, I felt those same things. I was like, oh, child, this is not, please, this is not going to happen. Like, I I wish it could happen. Um, this is going to have to be something that I have to audition for again, or they're probably going to look for somebody else. Those things trickle through my mind constantly, all the mm. time, which is weird to me because I don't know how sometimes there are days where I exude all of this love and, you know, this, this positivity, because sometimes I beat myself up a lot. And I really beat myself up in the beginning process of it, even when first season came out. I just really? didn't know. Yeah, I did. I couldn't watch myself on the television screen. I just couldn't see myself because of the trauma that had happened to me from a young age, um, from the things I had gone through when I was 14 that are personal. Um, just a trickle effect of those things mm. had just kept recycling in my mind. And when it happened, I couldn't even process my tears. Like, I was like, what are these tears for, girl? And then it just, it changed for me second season. What do you think, what changed? What what was the thing that... It was my worth. Uh-huh. What did you just, you found that yourself, you realized? Mm-hmm. I, I guess I took time and I have to commend my boyfriend because we were having a conversation recently. This was, I, had, I hadn't met him at this time. Um, And at that time, I didn't even know it was my worth I found in second season. But recently, we were having a conversation and I just came out of nowhere and I said, oh my God, that's it. You just helped me out. It's my worth. I just really found what the biggest thing is. It's my worth knowing my worth and knowing that I deserve. I deserve to be here to exist. I deserve to give people my love. I deserve for them to see what I have to offer. I deserve and after that it's changed child now it's a whole different story ah, that's so good <laughs> this is when mj this is when you can go full barbara streisand come on here i'll take that because she is a, a queen a legend icon <laughs> totally all the titles that's so lovely yeah. i love i love that I, and and because oh. just that thing of understanding your own worth and your own value and your own power as well right it seems like the, the number seven has been a very big deal in your life you talked about seven all these things <laughs> Uh, uh, changing in you and these sort of realizations and at 14 mm-hmm. again you had, what's what happened to you at uh, how old are you now if you don't mind saying. i'm 29 so what happened at 21 and 28 
21 and, big. Uh, and 28 was just complete rebuilding, complete shielding, and not like shielding to keep people away or at bay, but shielding just for protection. You know, just making sure uh-huh. that I built up the things, the necessary things I needed to build up because I know that it wasn't going to get easier. It's definitely going to get harder. So MJ, you have to constantly build your mindset up to be strong enough to keep on with the message that you want to uh, uh, convey to individuals out there. So 21 through 29 was just my time to really make sure that I had to build up that shield and armor to keep pummeling through. Is, is part of the shielding to do with being famous? Yeah. Because I, 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 I don't really relate to that when I first started, when I first, well, at various times, I, you know, I started, I wasn't born famous. <laughs> I, uh, you know, sort of, I was like a, a little. It's not what it says on your birth certificate, Alan. Alan, Alan famous man. <laughs> no, but like even in Scotland, I was, after I started to get well known, then I moved to London, then I moved to America, you know, so it was kind of a gradual thing. But when I, I guess when it started and the time when I thought, oh, I'm famous all over the world, you know, when you go to different, I remember once I went walking on the Great Wall of China and a lady with the, you know, the little thing with buckets over her shoulders mm-hmm. walked past. I thought, oh, how quaint. Sort of, and this lady went, oh, could I have your autograph? And uh, I thought, what? It, the idea that you, that you can't ever escape that, the, the sort of inexorability of it, that it's sort of just part of your life forever really kind of freaked me out and I and I that shielding thing you have to sort of I had to sort of give myself a talking to and I sometimes do like uh, you know right now we're in I, I'm up in the, in the mountains and I'm not and I love it when I do have to go into the city you uh-huh. wear a mask and yeah. that's great you know you know who you are so I have to sort of re-shield myself and uh, as well is that what's that been like for you because I guess it's relatively recent in your life that you've had that level of uh, recognition as of recently, Alan, I'll say this, it, it, it started just hitting me now. Um, and I'm still, there are still moments where it's to be quite honest, there are some times where I don't even think about my celebrity or my, or, or, or the fame of it all until someone grabs me on the arm and says, Hey, oh my God. And I'm like, Oh snap, this is whoa, personal space. Oh snap. Yes. But then I'd snap right out of it and I'll give them a hug. Cause I'm not the kind of person to, you know, tell them like, uh, please don't, or it just feels weird. It feels so weird to me. So I'm just like, I'm still figuring it all out. It's still a, a learning process for me. There are times where, as you know, we're human. You know, we're all human. So we have these aspects of us where we may have days where we're just maybe sick or yeah. dealing with a pandemic or it can yeah. be a- Yeah, you don't want to- Don't want to talk to anyone. Don't right. want to get your photograph taken. Right. Or that's my favorite one's mm. picking up my dog's poop. This is, so this is a good time for a photo. <laughs> and I, no. It, it really isn't. <laughs> right. But that's this, but see, the way you say it is the sweetest way. I would be like, okay, I'll, I'll go this way. You know, because it's just so sweet the way you say it, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm learning. I think, but it's just, I think as long as you do it with kindness, and it's like, you know, that's your whole mantra thing that you're talking about then your mm. positivity that I've, you know, my mom, I always think my mom, she always says, you know, that it doesn't cost you anything to be kind. And even it if doesn't. you don't want to do something, if you say, to, if you explain to the person why you don't want to, um, I always do the thing, you know, if I'm in a bar or someone, people, ask, someone asks for a photo, I say, you know, it's it's so nice to meet you, but I don't want to take a photo because if I do, someone, everyone else will see and they'll want one too. And so my whole evening will be spent taking photos. And I actually came here to chat to my friends I haven't seen for a while. And if you do that, just take that moment and like 99.9% of the time, it's like, oh, I totally get it. And and, the, and it's lovely. And I mm-hmm. think it's a real object lesson in in grace and kindness that, you know, what a privileged life we have to have been recognized and have all these nice things in our life because of 
our work and our talent. But also, it's a, a really interesting place to be as a human because the way you interact with people, because so many people know who you are, the, the way you choose to interact with them and the kindness you show them is like a really good example of how to live in life and how right. that, how humankind should react to each other. It's a, I don't know, it's been an amazing thing for me to see that. Kindness is all. Exactly. It's being patient, taking a minute. Oh my God, I've just realized something. MJ, with your glasses and your hair like that, you look like Scary Spice. <gasps> my boyfriend said that three days ago. Thank you, I'm gonna take that. I'm putting it in my little- Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> just when you put your glasses up to your face like that. Wow. <laughs> totally feeling the scary right now. But MJ, what's next for you? There are so many things that are boiling up. I have some things that are I'm working on right now. And I think there's also just a line of things that are lined up. I, I don't know yet, but I'm praying there's obviously things that I love. I'm sure they will be. What I think is so interesting is I think like we've been talking a bit about you loving comic books and how there was an allegory about who you were in those and then seeing you do pose and that actually representing the mm -hmm. person you are. And I feel like it's such a beautiful moment next where you can tell your story, I hope, and it doesn't have to be an allegory, right. you know? It can just be right. you. Like, that is what yeah. I am so excited about the next five years for everyone. You are a superhero. Oh! Yeah. That's, well, let's hope. We can only pray and hope. <laughs> Listen, get on your agent, they'll option it. I got you, I've been, I've been, I've been trying. You know, we're trying to make it happen. <laughs> That was a mutual appreciation society, was it not? Just enchanting. I mean, just what a darling. An absolute darling. I really, really loved her. And I really do hope I get to meet her in real life someday soon because I, I think she's really special. I know it's so funny, isn't it, when you do it over Zoom because you feel like, particularly with someone like her, who is just amazing to talk to, you feel like you've shared this amazing experience. But you're like, God, I've never actually even met you. I know. Isn't it funny? It's a different thing. There's going to be a lot of that in our life now, I suppose. I know. I suppose we're going to we're going to have much less sort of actual contact with people, and, and which in some ways I'm <clears throat> glad of. Well, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm so thrilled that you listeners all got to hear that because those of you who don't follow MJ, go follow her on social media. She's um, amazing, and that's how I um, first sort of properly fell in love with her. I love to impose, but just seeing all the stuff and activism she does on social media is really cool too. Yeah. And actually write in and tell us what you think about MJ and if you've got any questions from that um, interview. And you can um, do that at uh, hello at homosapienspodcast.com. Mm -hmm. Or at homosapiens on Instagram or at homosapienspodcast on Facebook. We are n currently not on TikTok. No current plans to go on TikTok. <laughs> Even though I was a music video, music video director, I have no rhythm. So I can't do any of the dance videos. Please also go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review if you'd like to. You can win a T-shirt mm -hmm. uh, because we read out the reviews and we choose the best one. And you can also buy a T-shirt or indeed a sweatshirt. And you can do that at everpress forward slash homosapiens.com. So, Did I get it right? So close. So everpress.com com forward slash homo sapiens. Oh, the com doesn't come on the end. Oh, there's, that's good to know. Yes. Oh, this has been lovely. It's been a delight. You've been a delight, Alan. But the biggest delight was MJ. Oh, there you go. Ouch. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Take care, brush your hair. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Powered by Spirit Studios.